Good morning, Vicky Tal. Good morning, Mayor. Nice to see you. Nice seeing you. I'm new, I'm not, we're not used to all this new technology, so, but we'll have a conversation and I know, I know it's going to be amazing. It's going to be exciting. Looking and forward happy to it. So, um, good morning, everyone. It's Mayor Glusberg, Forest Hill Real Estate. We opened this new group last year, but now we're going to start activating it. Homeland, Ontario Realtors for Realtors. Our goal is to add value to agents. We're going to start having live conversations once a week. We had a few in the past, but from now on, we're going to have it once a week. Anyone can participate. Anyone can ask questions. You're welcome to share those live sessions, share it with your offices, or suggest to bring different speakers or guests. I'll ask the most difficult and honest questions, I promise you. My first guest is Vicky Tal. Why are you my first guest? Any guess? My partner since how many years now? 14. 14 years. So myself and Vicky have now, we own and manage several brokerages and we met, perhaps you can tell us how we met. Do you so want to? Mayor and I met in a training session as new agents fresh out of school. And Mayor was so anxious to sell real estate that he couldn't spare the time to sit through class. So we would, I would go to the training session. Mayor would show up for 10 minutes and he'd run out. And then he would call me after the session to find out what he missed. And right out of the gate, he was getting listings and knew nothing about selling real estate. So he roped me in to help him out. And, uh, and we figured it out. On my side of the story, I was, I, I was eager to start making money. I was super passionate. I believed in myself. But because I didn't take the courses, I ran out to try to recruit and lease new homes. However, whenever the first, I don't know if you remember, the first seller that said, you know what, I'll give you a listing. I'll give you that. I remember calling you and I said, Vicky, what do I do next? Do you remember that? Yeah. Now, I think it's important to say, I didn't know you at all. I just remember this yeah. nice, beautiful lady from my class that looked my age. Now we know that you're younger, maybe. And our, <laughs> I, I just remember you were friendly to me and I said, Vicky, I don't know how to do it. And I said, would you mind joining me? And what did you say? Do you remember? I said, sure, but I don't know what I'm doing. And then okay. the us tried to measure the house, even though we had never measured anything and had no idea. And, uh, and that was the beginning of a long run. But you taught me one big lesson. Now that we have an open conversation, an honest conversation. I remember we filled up the paperwork and you said, his name was Mark. And he said, Mark, you know, we need the sign. I would not dare to ask for a sign. But you said, Mark, we need the sign. And we just started. And what did he say? He said, no way. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, it, and then I said to him, you're not going to be successful in selling your house unless you have a sign on your lawn. And after about 10 minutes, he agreed to it. And I remember you were shocked when I told you that he put a sign on his lawn. And I was mainly shocked when you said, you know, this is going to be a salesperson 24 hours a day. And I remember asking you later on, how did you know to say that? How did you know? And I said, um, so make it until you make it. <laughs> exactly. So that was one of my first, first, first lessons, which leads me to the topic of the conversation. We spoke last month and we decided in Forestal downtown and Forestal in general. We don't it's your dog behind. Sorry about Whoever that. Whoever it is. It's, is it your dog? Yes. <laughs> I love surprises. 
maybe it's time to tell that Vicky used to be known for years. We used to walk with a pig outside of her house. She used to have a pet, a pig. But that's a different story. That's for another conversation. So um, we decided to start recruiting agents to our office. But we decided that we're not going to recruit any agent. And you said, I want to recruit good agents. So the topic of this conversation was, what is a good agent? What do you mean by good agent? And I think a good agent, I usually tell our agents and other agents that successful agents are agents that are similar to one another. No matter where you are, I met agents in New York, LA, Tel Aviv, Toronto. I noticed they're similar to one another. And I keep saying that. So Vicky, when you said, Mayor, 2021 is going to be the year. 2021 is going to be the year we're going to hire good agents. We decided to have this topic, good agents, good agents in this climate also. What is a good agent? Can so you tell I, us? I believe, what there's do you lots, I believe there's lots of characteristics of a good agent. And obviously those characteristics, um, some of them are different as a new agent versus an established agent. But it's somebody who's hungry and wants to make money. But there's different ways to make money and there's different ways to be hungry. And I think this is really what identifies a good agent. Someone who's a good agent who's hungry and wants to make money has to be authentic. They have to be honest. They have to be transparent. There's lots of agents out there that will do anything to get the deal done. But it's not always in the best interest of their clients. And clients can smell a phony from a mile away. So I think that, you know, you really have to be passionate about what you do. You have to love what you do. And if you're passionate and you love what you do, your client can feel it. And they feel that they're in good hands with you. It's somebody who's very knowledgeable. You know, very often it's anyone can show a house, but there are different ways to show a house. And if you know your client and you've listened to what your client has said and you understand what your client's needs are, when you go show that house, you can take them through an imaginary journey of what that house could look like to make it work for them. And that is what a good agent has a skill set to do. Any agent can walk in and show a house and say, here it is. Uh, you have to be able to go in and say, we can do this, we can do this, we can put a bathroom here, we can take a wall out here. And all of a sudden the client is seeing the house in a whole new light. Because you have to remember, that typically buyers lack imagination. So they really lean on you to help them see and have the vision of what something can look like at the other side. You know what I um, realized with agents, sorry to stop you before you go okay. to the next topic. I realized that over the years that agents need to keep learn and go to courses. I never took it as seriously as I should be taking it now and I'm taking it now, and and get more knowledgeable because nowadays our clients are very aware. They're a source of information online. And a lot of times I feel that when I show them homes and I or I do any showings, I feel like I must know more than they do. How embarrassing it is, is it that your client knows more than you sometimes? Yeah, buyers and, are super savvy these days and they have access to technology. They know what things have sold for. They know how quickly things came on the market, left the market. They know when things come out, if they're certainly looking in an area. 
and you have to be on top of it. You have to know neighborhoods inside out. You have to know about sales. You have to know about exclusive listings. You have to know, you have to always be one step ahead of your buyers. And I think with today's technology, it's way tougher than it used to be. It used to be even 14 or 15 years ago when we started. Don't yeah. you find clients are way more savvy nowadays? Yeah, there's so many um, websites that they have access to that give them information and beside and behind the scenes information that they never had before. So, you know, it's really our job to be one step ahead of them. And it's a challenge in, in today's age for sure. So let me ask you another question. I sense when you look at the top agents in every area, because we're talking now about main, mainly newer agents or agents that want to succeed. And those are the type of agents you want to recruit. Our new, our successful agents are usually focused in an area because we spoke about being knowledgeable. Do you feel, do you feel are, they're becoming the expert of an area and this way they're more successful or an expert in a market segment? For example, Leonard Friedman, our partner, is good with multi, multiple, uh, like homes with multiple units with uh, income generating properties. Um, for example, yourself, Vicky, you're an expert in high-end, exclusive luxury homes. So do you think to be successful, you cannot know everything, but you need to be very knowledgeable in one area? Yeah, I think it's important to have a specialty and your specialty can either be in a certain type of home or it can be in a neighborhood. But, you know, if people are looking to hire an agent, they're going to look for the specialist in that neighborhood or the specialist in that type of home. So as a new agent, it's a really broad market and I think it's hard to do a good job everywhere. So I think you have to focus on one area or uh, either neighborhood or, as I said, type of home and really, really, really learn it inside out so that that becomes your specialty and, and people associate that with your name. I'm going to ask you now a question now that we didn't discuss before. So hold on, I just got my license. I'm interviewing now with different offices. What do I look for? How do I need to target myself? Here is my niche, where do I wanna be? How do I choose an office to join? What do you think? I just finished my courses. Really, when you, when you take your courses and you get your exams, you're not an expert yet. You're just starting. You don't really know how to sell homes. Because when you do your courses, you learn the background you learn the intellectual information, um, but you don't know how to apply it. It doesn't mean, if you go to your license, you don't know how to go and get a listing. What should I do next? Yeah, so, you know, we're always recruiting and I interview a lot of agents who want to join our brokerage. And so I listen to, you know, what they have to say. And, uh, you know, a lot of them, uh, you know, don't really know how to start. And it's difficult because you come out of school and you've got all the theoreticals of selling real estate, but the practical aspects of selling it are very, very um, daunting. And you have a license, but you don't even know how to go and get business. So I think when you're looking for a brokerage, you want to find a brokerage where you're going to be with successful people. I think that's the key is to have managers who have been in the business for a long time, have a lot of experience, you know, who are out there selling day in and day out. So really have a pulse on what the marketplace is like at any given time because it's changing frequently and that you can draw on their expertise. That's how you're going to learn. That's how we learned. 
Um, you know, when I first started, I picked a mentor who was a much older agent who was very, very experienced. And I called her all the time and asked her questions and I wasn't scared to do it. And um, and she taught me a lot. And I think as a new agent, it's really, really important to speak to those who are experienced, who are successful, who are established in the marketplace and find out what their secrets to success are all about. And if they can train you, they can mentor you, then you really have a good chance of getting a, a good head start to be successful yourself. Mayor, you're frozen. Now, in my opinion, in my opinion, and sorry, we had to get something with my internet connection. In my opinion, times have changed and COVID made even more changes. And I'll explain. When me and you started, it used to be super important to me that I belong to a big office, perhaps, that is presentable and has board meetings. And, and now I feel with the new age that I, if I was a new agent today, I would look for an office that has a mentor, somebody that is actually not speaking about theory, somebody like you or Leonard that can actually teach me how to close deals, negotiate with me, show me how to do a listing presentation, come with me out there, an office that can provide you technology. I think technology now is, is super important. It wasn't like that in our times. Somebody, we, you need an office that can put you at the edge. Do you feel, do you feel that at times, like the way I do, that with COVID now everything has changed and maybe the meaning of an office is not as, as significant as it used to be? Well, because there's no in-person gatherings, you know, everybody's working from home. And as a new agent, it can be very isolating. It can be very scary and it can be very difficult to get going. It's, you know, interpersonal relations have changed now and there's very few face to face. So the face to face is now happening by Zoom or by, you know, different methods of technology where you are talking via a computer rather than having that interpersonal face to face interaction. And, uh, and as a new agent, it's difficult also because they don't get the culture in the office of agents talking and, you know, sharing information. Um, and so you're pretty much on your own. And I think it's, it's very difficult to get going. So if you know you can always call someone and they can guide you through, you know, getting a listing or working with a buyer or having a situation. I had a an agent called me the other day and she had a listing and someone approached her that they wanted to rent it before they sell their house. And then they wanted to do a rent to, to buy situation. And she had never done anything like that. So we brainstormed on how it would work for her client who was the seller and how it would work best for her buyer who wanted to rent and then buy. And I think at the end of the conversation, she felt really excited that she had a solution to go back to both parties and tell them how she could work this out. So everybody could win. So it's really important that your managers or someone at your office are accessible at all times and that you can brainstorm with them and pick their brain. And that's how you can get through these difficulties uh, in today's day right now. I'll tell you how I feel also. Somebody told me the word crisis in Chinese is also an opportunity. It's the same word. I feel that when me and you started and we started in a big office, and we had to compete with seasoned, experienced, smart agents. And I feel that today, and I noticed it, under COVID, on this 
in this era, some agents took their future in their hands and became much better on social media, enhanced the, the, their use of technology. And I actually see this time now when a newer agent, maybe a younger agent, can apply certain technologies. And, and if you're persistent, you're becoming successful. You can nowadays penetrate a market, reach out to a larger audience, and seem like the biggest expert in an area just by using technology and compete with much more experienced agents. You just need to belong to the right office that can provide it and can help you to do it. But it's an opportunity right now. It's not like it used to be in our times. Don't you feel, do you feel the same? Yeah, it is an opportunity. I think the, the challenge is, is that once you've established, or not even established yourself, but if you're making yourself known on social media, you have to deliver. And that's the whole key in real estate is that uh, you have to be able to get the deal done. You have to be able to close the deal. You have to be able to bring clients to the table and show them that you are able to transact in real estate. So it's not just that you have great social media and that you're out there that you actually have to deliver on your promise. And I think that's what really makes a great agent is somebody who can get the job done and have all parties feeling great about it. By the way, I spoke to a business consultant once about agents. And she said there are three types of successful agents that are making a lot of money. Agents need to be eager. They want to make money. That's the bottom line. Um, one, one type are the ones who need money really badly, and they're eager to make money. The second type are the ones that have money, but they want to make more money. They're so eager because they love just making the money, the challenge. But the most successful agents, and there is a reason I bring it up, because I think it's a little bit like you sometimes. Sometimes the most successful agents are the ones that truly believe, and I'm telling it to all the young new agents as well, truly believe they help their clients. When they work with their clients, their satisfaction is finding them their, their dream home, and they know that they, they change their lives. They influence somebody's life, somebody's lifestyle. And they don't look at the money, but when you do it with those intentions, sometimes you're even more successful. And Somebody once also told me that once you get referrals, you don't need to work as hard. You just need to be a professional because you're starting to get referrals. And I, and I said, everything that I said now sort of applies to you because I know you work a lot on referrals and I know you for years, we used to be partners in everything. When you work with clients, sometimes you don't look at the money side of it. You really just want to find them your dream home. And how many times Vicky in the past, we blew deals when we said, you know what? We can do better. There's one yeah. point I I remember there was one deal that said, you know what? I actually know another house we should try, even though you really want this one. And we almost got it. You actually turned around and said, no, 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 no. Let me try it. Let me look at another option. Do you believe in that as well? Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, we're guiding them to probably make the biggest investment they're ever going to make in their life. And, and that's why realtors really have to take their um, – positioned very seriously because our clients are spending a lot of money and they're looking to us for guidance and direction. And I think it's important that we give them our, our, well, we dwell on our experience and our knowledge and that we lead them in the right direction because ultimately 
they're going to think of us every time when they wake up in their house. If there's a flood in the basement or if there's a ray of sunshine coming through those skylights, they're going to think of us. And you're right, Mayor. I mean, a Facebook user is asking us how to get clients now, now that there's not face-to-face -face interaction. And you and I grew our business through open houses. Uh, we pretty much picked up a client every open house we did, and we did open houses every single weekend. Obviously, the climate's different now, and nobody's doing open houses. So particularly for new agents, it's really challenging to get clients and, you know, to figure out how can you get buyers and how do you get sellers. And if you're not established in the business and you don't have referrals, it's very frustrating. And that's when new agents, I think, sorry for my dog barking in the back. But I think that that is um, for new agents where social media comes in, where they have to somehow get some sort of presence in the marketplace before strangers and hope that they can pull in some clients from that. But the other way to do it is we all still have a sphere of influence. And I think we have to be more diligent on calling people we know, talking to people and just feeling them out to see who's interested in selling or if they have any friends who are interested in selling or buying. And, you know, it's just you can't sit at home and just wait for the phone to ring. It's not going to happen, particularly in this climate. I'll give you uh, my two cents on it. One, when I started, I tried to do it. I didn't do it, but I think it was the right approach. Any new agent, especially nowadays, I would suggest, why don't you find an experienced, successful agent and ask them to be their assistant or help them? So you don't need to create new business. You can just watch somebody else and help them. And by helping uh, an experienced agent, you, you will get the best schooling that you can get. Two, I noticed that mo most agents, most people, most salespeople, but most agents don't realize how many people they know. And everyone has a sphere of influence. And it can be somebody who sells you coffee, somebody that you buy uh, food from, or just a friend, because this friend has another friend or a family member. And I think you need to start digging back into your database, your contacts, built up a database, which was our backbone when we started, Vicky. If you remember, I had my specialist used to laugh at me. Oh, Mayor, are you in your list? If you remember. Yeah. So we built our business. If nobody, we can tell everyone, we used to have a list of clients. So we built list of our sphere of influences. And once this list was done, we became consistent. Once a week, we started mailing them information. And in the beginning, nobody noticed it. Nobody responded, but then we kept adding people, did open houses. Okay, you cannot do open houses, but you can add people. And we, we were persistent and we gave more knowledgeable information, articles. And then we start sending listings. And then finally we did a deal, we announced we did a deal. And slowly we started influence our spheres of influence, like our, our contacts. And slowly they started leaving that we actually know what we're talking about and trust us. And we started getting uh, business. So as long as you know it's a long process, it's possible. Yeah, I think I consistency. I think consistency is important. You can't just do it once. It, there's a fine balance between doing it too much and not doing it enough. So I think that you know you have to find that balance and be consistent and stay in touch. Don't um, bombard them with stuff so that they stop looking at any of your mailings. But stay in touch, keep it interesting and, you know, keep top of mind because it's very, I think that's the challenge today is to stay top of mind when everybody is so preoccupied with, 
you know, what's going on in the world, you know, it, it's important to stay in touch and be top of mind. And I, I believe successful agents are the ones that wake up in the morning, all energized, it's in your mind, you're eager, determined. I believe in working out, eating healthy, and your mind is, I'm going to make the most of this day and I will do my best to get more clients and close deals. So sometimes it's very easy nowadays because those are difficult times. It's very easy nowadays just to sit at home and start doing nothing. Um, and I think now I see the ones that are actually rise above, you notice them. The ones that actually work harder and take new initiatives and broadcast and use social media and start emailing and calling. And maybe it's a great time to call back your old friends and say, oh, by the way, that's what I do now. And how are your parents doing? And by the way, I got my real estate license. Or if you ever any your clients, if you're, if you're an experienced agent, agents, you take this opportunity now to call your old clients from years ago and stay in touch with them and ask them how are they doing? Because you never know. That's the business. Just yeah. being consistent and staying in touch. And yeah, and, and having a routine every morning. I mean, it's because nobody's rushing off to work right now. People are all at home. It's important to establish a routine, routine and stay in that routine. You wake up and you get ready to go to work in your head and that's your mindset. And, you know, and you spend the day doing things that you need to do to get your business going. And I think it will start to fall in place. I mean, the market is super, super active right now. There are a lot of people looking to buy and sell, and it's a great opportunity for realtors to really capitalize on all the activity. And once, once again, it's an opportunity. It doesn't matter if you, even if you work from home. I know somebody wakes up in the morning, works out, puts their nice clothes, and sit by the desk at home knowing that it's going to be a great day working. So it's really an opportunity that way. That way. It's all in our heads. Yeah, for sure. Vicky Cow, I, uh, I haven't seen you for a while, so I miss you, by the way. Yeah, me too. Great seeing you. <laughs> nice to see you, Mayor. And thank you for having me as a guest on your show. I really enjoyed it. Well, I don't know if it's gonna it's a show, but we're gonna have live sessions every week. I'm gonna ask you to come back because today was a general topic, but we're gonna be more specific next time. I wanna talk about uh, recruitment. I wanna talk about listing presentations, about technology, about negotiations. I think if we share knowledge, everyone is gonna be benefiting from that. Uh, we're gonna be surrounded by great professionals and creates new friends, we all have the same goal, to enjoy our business and make money. And yeah. everyone here is an ambassador of our, of our profession. You know, when you said you need to be honest and you spoke about ethics, I nodded my head because at the end of the day, we represent a whole society of agents. How many agents are there now in Ontario? A lot. I'm not sure, but a lot. A lot. Yeah. So sometimes we are not, uh, we don't get sometimes the respect because it's a really important profession. Yeah. And sometimes I feel we're not respected enough. And a lot of times it's because of this one or bad apple. And I feel that we should all be knowledgeable and share this information. So why not? Yeah. But great seeing you. Thank, Thank you, you for everyone that. that was watching us. Every Thursday, we're going to have a live session like this. And we're always um, available for questions. If anyone has any questions, you want to pick our brain, feel free to reach out to us. We are always available to help any fellow realtor. And I can tell you about Vicky, our agents call her sometimes 11 o'clock at night. The middle of negotiations or any question, you're usually available. I am. 24-7, my door is open.
Thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing, amazing day and everyone stays healthy. Yeah, you too, Mayor. Nice to see you. Okay. Now, I don't know how we disconnected, but hopefully Levy, who I should thank as well, knows how to disconnect this uh, production. Have okay. an amazing day. Okay, you too. See you later. Bye-bye.